are set. Alright, we are on. Welcome to today's Fusion TV broadcast. How are you guys doing today? Awesome. Awesome. So, for anybody who does not know who we are, um, we are the founders of Fusion, and the idea behind Fusion is that um, the three of us, which we'll introduce ourselves in just a second, we created a uh, mastermind group with the idea of helping each other grow, collaborate, not compete. What can we do to basically help grow each other's businesses? And what worked so well, we decided that we wanted to share this out with the world, so we created Fusion, and the idea is that we basically help people fuse together. So between what we can teach you guys on our TV show and our mixers that we are doing now twice a week um, in the Phoenix area, um, that's pretty much the gist of every it. Every other week. Or every other week. Twice a week we'd be pretty busy. Yeah, okay, yeah, twice a week would be really busy. I don't have that kind of time. No. Alrighty, so let's go ahead and start with introductions. Sally, would you like to go ahead and start? I'm Sally Lidicoat with Attaboy Solutions, and we are a gift concierge service. We can help you with all of your gift giving needs to help you um, bring in referrals, um, keep your good clients, and keep your employees happy with you. Norma? Great. My name is Norma Hubersey. I'm owner of Captivated Customers. I evaluate your customer service experience and find ways and strategies to improve it to drive more sales now. And I'm Eli Delaney with My Business Marketing Mentor, and what we do is we teach small business owners how to market themselves better online, offline, and using webinars, home study courses, seminars, the idea is to give you the tools you need to be able to market yourself without hiring a high expensive agency. And real quick, little announcements as far as sponsors. Uh, we are at the Java Grounds in Glendale, Arizona, 83rd Avenue, and Deer Valley. Peoria. Always, it's Peoria. It's not Glendale. Okay. <laughs> it's Peoria. Uh, I always mess that one up. Um, anyway, 83rd Avenue and Deer Valley, Java Grounds, awesome coffee, great place, free Wi-Fi, um, really cool place. Mm -hmm. They love it. And, yeah. and awesome <laughs> breakfast sandwich, oh, Cindy's saying in the back. Um, also want to thank um, our other sponsor, uh, Terry Larson from Take One Web Video Productions, Yay, which um, we had a little bit of an issue. We were afraid we were going to have to do this off of a webcam and the built-in camera here because um, <laughs> if you're in Phoenix, you've probably seen the fact that we had tornado warnings last night, right. which was bizarre. Right. Um, that's just creepy because I live here for a reason. I don't want any kind of like natural disasters or anything. <laughs> Um, and if you're not in Phoenix and you're wondering what the big deal is, in Phoenix, we don't know what to do when it rains. <laughs> we had we we more rain in in the last two days right. than we did all last year. I know. I so know. that's how bizarre this is. I know. Is. Um, but anyway, so yeah, Terry, would, Terry called me last night and said, um, I might be like, you know, flooded in. Uh -oh. And so we were kind of freaking out. But he made it this morning. We want to thank him very much. Awesome guy. Um very good trooper. Thank you so much. We're glad you're here. It makes me feel so much better. Definitely. Well, anyway, um, what's next? Talk about our topic. Talk what's up? Talk about our topic. Talk about you, well, before we go to the topic, do we want to talk about next week's mixer? Okay. Because we don't Let's want to forget that, too. Um, we have Just like we do Fusion TV every other week, we're doing our mixers every other week the following Wednesday. So next Wednesday at 6 p.m., Six to nine at Banana Ranas off of the 101 in Glendale. 
Yeah, uh, it's actually 95th Avenue. Avenue. But you access it off the 101 and Glendale Avenue over at uh, Westgate. So it'll, yes. it'll be great. We're, we're having awesome crowds. And again, um, we always push this. It's free to show up. Right. 6 to 9 o'clock, show up at any point. If you can only make it for half mm. an hour, that's fine. Um, there's no 30-second pitches, no commercials, um, no VIP people to right. take up the spotlight. The whole idea is to show up connect with other awesome business people that want to make connections, want to grow their businesses, right. want to help you grow your business, um, and kind of change what's going on in the attitude of the world. Right. I mean, that's and what and, it's and all if about. They, and if you even come out and you want to meet, if you're looking to meet a particular industry, person, whatever, ask one of the three of us if there's somebody there that we can introduce you to. Yes. And that's, definitely and that's utilize a, that. That's an important part of it because right. that's one thing that we do differently is you've got um, the three of us. We also have Mike and Cindy there. And so we've got five people there that are pretty much running the show to make sure that when you walk in the door, somebody's there to greet you. If they don't know who you are, they're going to spend a couple of minutes with you letting you know what they do, but more importantly, finding out more about you and then figuring out who in the room that they that they know would be a good connection for you right. because that's what it's all about. We want to make sure that you're making good connections. This is the year of collaboration. Um, you know, I'm a big, big pusher of the fact that there is no such thing as competition. Competition does not exist. Not if you're doing it right and you're finding the right partnerships. Exactly. And I think exactly. one thing too about the mixer is that um, more and you see more and more people coming consistently, which right. is really big because when you show up every week, you're able to meet new people that come along and also get people involved in the mixer while you're at it. Right. Yeah, and, definitely. Build, and build those relationships mm -hmm. that are yeah. so important. And, and if you can come out, bring a friend or ten. <laughs> you know, we, we want a ton of people there. Um, you know, our very first event we had almost 80 people. Um, holidays came around, so slow down a little bit. We've been still having between 50 and 60 people there, and we want to get into 100. We want to break that 100 mark very, very quickly. So, bring as many people as you can. Uh, we want to see a ton of businesses there. Mm -hmm. We want to make those connections. Yeah, and if you're one of our fans on Facebook, share it out and let other people know about it. Yes. You know. Speaking of Facebook. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can also go to the website, whatisthefusion.com. There's links find to us on Meetup. And Meetup. And definitely, you know, um, let us know. RSVP that you're coming to the events. Let other people know about them. Um, we'd love to have you there. And if you're somebody that we haven't met before, definitely make a point to come up and introduce yourselves to us. Yeah. We want to we wanna know you, and we want to know what we can do to help you out. Okay. So, topic right. of the day. Shut up and listen. <laughs> I just like the title. I, I don't really right. care about anything else. That's the part that makes me happy. Well, you know there is a book by the name. Shut up and listen. Shut up and listen. I so haven't actually known yeah, that. I don't know that either. I do. I do know. There's one called "Shut Up, Stop Whining, and Get a Life." That's Larry Winget. Oh, that's okay. actually he's, that's a, a he's the pit bull of motivational development. I actually got to meet him like a couple weeks ago, right. which is cool because I've listened book to signing. him for years. Right. And then he was doing like this. His only book signing mm -hmm. was in Paradise Valley or oh Scottsdale or something. Yeah. Great, right. So we went over there last week. It was pretty mm -hmm. cool. A nice right. guy. Very nice. Really right. cool guy. So tell us about this book. Yeah. Well, I don't know about the book. No, just kind of looking on the internet and seeing what was out there. It's interesting that this um, book is out there. And one of the things I thought was interesting is um, they talk about an elevator test for consultants because that's what I do. Right. Um, the elevator test is when you can get in. Imagine yourself going into an elevator and having to quickly come up with the progress on your project with a CEO. 
So it was one of the things that they mentioned in the book, being able to communicate effectively and quickly and think on your feet. Great skills for a mixer. Yes. <laughs> right, exactly. It's probably where the elevator pitch came along. Right. See, I thought the elevator pitch came from the fact that if somebody, if you're in an elevator with somebody and they asked you, you only have, so much you only have 30 seconds right. pretty much to get from one floor, one to, the floor to the next right. to explain what it is you do and how you right. do it. Well, it's the, the same concept. It's just that you're explaining to somebody that you are working for what you're doing. Right. <laughs> a little different. A little different. Yeah. That's because I see, I see it differently. I'm unemployable, so I'm not working for anybody. <laughs> you heard it here. Yes. Definitely. Okay. So, what do we want to start with? Sally, you want to go ahead and start? Yeah, I want to let Norma start. Cause sure. Sure. I know, we had so, fun, so much fun doing our promo and figuring out whether it was two eyes or two ears or three mouths. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, for me, the shut up and listen really speaks to um, what we're doing on social media today. So many people want to join in on the conversation, but what they forget is that you've got to start listening first. And that's beginning of engaging in any kind of social media activity is to listen to what people are saying about your company, your brand, about you, your employees, and your products and services. So right. shut up and listen is really something that everybody needs to pay attention to with respect right. to social media and using that. Right. Well, and even, um, you know, not just social media, but in the real world. I mean, and this works both ways because I see it, especially at mixers or um, you know, if I go to other networking events, you got that guy that all he does is he shows up and he, he's got half an hour of his pitch. Right. How great he is, how great his company is, how great his products are, which is, it's good to be passionate about your products. I mean, there's, that is the key. But you also want to make sure that you talk about what you've got to say, keep it to the point, and then let the other person talk too. And it's more important to listen to what they're saying um, because what ends up happening is then you find ideas on how your product might work. But you let them talk about themselves. And well, that's and really the key point behind it. And that same guy will also, you know, when he does ask you about you or you say something about you, turn around and say, oh, well, you know, I do that too, and go into another several minutes mm -hmm. about themselves. Right. And then you share something, oh, and that's me too, I'm just like that. So, you know, people do talk about their favorite thing, and it usually is themselves. themselves. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, and, that's, and that's really what it is, is you, you want to give them a chance to talk about themselves. Because right. once once you do that, if people people can listen to or actually talk about themselves, right. who it is that, um, that they work with, you've got, and you actually have the advantage by that. Because right. now you know more about them, you know what they do, you know what their products are, and then you also know what their personality style is and how they talk, how they deal with people. Mm -hmm. And it makes it easier for you to then turn around and modify what you would say around their personality style, essentially. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. a huge piece right there. And so many people are into the pitch, pitch, pitch side. Right. And like, like Norman was talking about the social media aspect of it. <laughs> it blows me away. I get some people that um, they'll go through and especially Twitter because that's my right. my thing. Yeah. Um, I'll get on Twitter and so somebody will start following me and I go and I look at what they're putting out there and it's not a conversation. And right. that's what social media is. It's a conversation. It's networking online. Um, and all it is is 
hey, this is a great thing. It's going to save you money. Or, hey, this is a great thing, and you're going to make a million bucks. And here's a link. And, and here's, here's a link. link. And, it's, and <laughs> the worst thing is, guys say this exact same thing, multiple posts. Right, right. Multiple times a day. They're probably automated. Yes, they are probably automated. Um, and that's nothing wrong right. with automation. Yes. It's, well, how are you automating, and what are you doing with right. it? Right, and, the, and this is true. Right. Um, you know me. I'm the automation right. king. <laughs> right. Um, and but I'm you wanna, yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, but see, I mean, my stuff, when I automate what I'm doing, I get responses from people saying, hey, I don't know if you sent this out to me or to everybody, but really, I thank you so much. I sent out, um, there's another networking event going on next week also that I shared with other people. It's not ours, um, but somebody had sent it to me, and I was like, this sounds like something that would be good that pe right. people might want. Right. So I shared it out to my list. And I, I've gotten four or five people that re, have replied back. Now, it was an automated tool. I mean, it was pretty much a forward select all send sure. um, because all those people, you know, I sent it to, like, everybody in the Phoenix metro area that I know that's mm -hmm. on that list. Um, but I've gotten four or five people that have replied back to me saying, hey, thank you very much. I hope to see you there. I'll definitely try to make it. You know, and just because I automated it and didn't send it one at a time, mm -hmm. it was still personalized. Right, I mean, right. it was it was meant for them. That's the key behind that piece. Um, but the so you know, with the with Twitter and the guys that are just all they do is pitch. They're not having mm -hmm. a conversation with people. That's the kicker here. Is you the whole point with social media? The whole point, and it's not social media. It's social networking. I mean, right. we really should mm -hmm. be a little bit more on and offline, on online and offline. Right is you've got to be able to listen to what people say. Let them talk. Let it be about them. When you start talking about your product and what you can do to help, make it about them, not about how great you are. Because that's a big piece. And that's where, when it comes to the networking side of things, we see a lot of people doing that. So that's why we chose this topic for the day. Well, that's one thing I do when I'm networking. I, you know, I meet somebody and whether they ask what I do or I ask what they do first, depending on how the conversation goes, I always bring it back to them and, you know, let's say they, they are telling me what they did and then they'll say, well, what do you do? And I real briefly give them what a synopsis of what I do and then say, but you know what, tell me a little bit more and then dig into a little bit more of finding out about them and, you know, it seems like what I have a tendency to do is every time they try to turn it back to me to ask about me, I keep turning it back to them. And what I've found with that, and people will walk away from you thinking, man, I really enjoyed talking to that person. Because the whole conversation, again, was about oh, their yeah. favorite topic, right. which right. most people like to, you know, we talk about don't be the person that's, you know, just continually talking about yourself. Um, so I don't know what happens when we get two of us that we just keep trying to throw it back and forth and neither one. <laughs> um, I, I, I haven't run into that situation no. too often. Well, that, that's where you get, you get, you know, like when we sit down and start brainstorming ideas, that's how what has actually right. ends up happening because that's what's happened with both of you guys. Right. We started off with that whole let's sit down and get to know each other and right. while we were sitting there, you get minds that think like that and everybody's bouncing back and forth the next thing you know. We're brainstorming new ideas as opposed that weren't to even just, a part of yeah, the original. Of <laughs> they're, they're ideas that aren't about one or the other. It's about the bigger side of things. So when you get in that situation, it's really cool. Right. Um, it makes for a very long meeting. Um, there are times where I've literally gone through, you know, two of my mochas in a meeting like that, and I don't drink coffee fast. 
Um, but it's that's where you get some the really good meat in a conversation with somebody. So that's I mean, there's nothing wrong with that at all. Well, that's like our I think we had our first meeting was like an hour that went to two, and then we kind of went to two and a half, yeah, and, and sometimes by three. <laughs> Because we are getting something productive done. Yeah, a little social Thank stuff you. in there as well. But So what else do you want to add, Norma? Um, I agree with Sally. You know, my job when I'm out there networking is to really find out about the other person. They'll find out about me because they're going to ask you because they're surprised that you're not asking you know, or telling them more about yourself. And they're surprised by that, I think. So um, I agree with her. I approach my networking that way and that I want to know the person. And then the other, uh, the fact about my business or what I do is is something that comes along in the conversation, but it isn't the point of the conversation. Right. And sometimes it comes along weeks later, you know, yeah. at the next mixer. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, right. and another another cool thing, like with what I do, it, and it comes in as an advantage because we teach people how to market themselves. When I get in a conversation, I let them talk about what they do and who their target market is and everything. And, and, I, and I purposely ask questions like, okay. So, so who is your perfect client? Mm -hmm. And a lot of times people haven't thought about that. There are small business owners that just started out. Mm -hmm. So they're, they're still in their, under the assumption that their target market is everybody. everybody. Um, yeah. Uh, which if you believe your target market is everybody, um, come see me. We need to talk. Uh, but you know, you've got to be able to niche it down. And what I'll do is I'll put that into the conversation in order to help them. Um, I'm actually teaching them along the way. I'm helping them define what they're looking for, which most of the time they haven't stopped and done that before. And then it turns into um, the fact that we end up having this full conversation. And it's almost like I'm giving them a, a free consult in that aspect. But by the time we're done with the conversation, they're excited because I give them a ton of ideas. And it was a five-minute, maybe a ten-minute conversation with them. Now I've got to know a ton about them. And now they've also seen me in action. They've seen what I'm capable of, and none of it, absolutely none of it, was me selling them anything. Mm -hmm. I never well, once tried to sell them. And I don't know if this takes it a little <laughs> off topic or not, too, but when I think you mentioned, you know, people that think that everybody is their target, I, they probably hear you. And I know when we first talked, you know, I'm like, well, anybody can use our product and didn't niche it down coming from that mindset you're thinking okay if I niche it down I'm walking away from a bunch of potential customers when in reality when it, what ends up happening is you get really really focused you get more customers it doesn't mean that all of those that everybody isn't your market it just means it isn't your target market and if you get real focused and your target market can change over time you know maybe you're geared towards you know the beauty industry and you know salons and that kind of stuff for a while and then another you know another six months down the road you maybe go into another target market area it doesn't mean that it has to blast everybody all at once people are easier find ways to easier refer you because if you say you know what I can I can be used my services can be used by everybody nobody thinks of anybody to refer to you if you say you know what I'm working with you know hairstylist, salons, that kind of thing. Oh, you know what? I know a hairstylist. Let me hook you up and talk to them. So when you really think narrowing it down is going to lose you business, it actually ends up gaining. Right. And I well, think that's important for people to know, too. Yeah, it, it really is because um, there, there's a great book, uh, Niche and Grow Rich, and that actually talks specifically about that. And one thing about the, 
um, everybody is my customer is that you can't you can't talk directly to somebody that way and when you're talking about your marketing and, and your everything you do from that networking to um, what you put on your website to your brochures and everything you got to talk to the person right. and that's where you know that's that communication whether it's a physical face-to-face -face time or not um, and one of the things that, that I teach is the fact that you really want to make sure that you're talking directly to that person now it doesn't mean that like say for instance the three of us okay Norm and I have a meeting Sally and I have a meeting the two separate meetings um, the or the information itself is the same but when I talk to Norma it's going to be different right. than when I talk to Sally right. and the whole point behind that is because of the fact that you guys are different right. now Our businesses your are businesses different. are different right. you guys are technically different niches right. so what can you do in everything else you do to kind of cater that to a niche focus it down and then you can always take it and just tweak it for a different niche mm -hmm. right but focus it down and definitely a couple of things you'll see with that not only is it actually better you'll get more customers because now you're talking to them right. you know if I'm talking to chiropractors if I'm talking to chiropractors versus everybody right. they're like ooh that's me and that that brings that out um, even if it's exactly the same information mm -hmm. which they also need to know too that in the like chiropractor example that doesn't mean that if your target market is chiropractors you go out to a networking event and say okay you're not a chiropractor I don't right. want to talk to you because odds are almost everybody in that mixer or networking event or wherever it is you go most of them know a chiropractor so your conversation comes up that your target is here's what I do I work with chiropractors oh you know what I know a chiropractor so don't discount people if they're not in your immediately focused target market so Anything to add? Uh, no, I think obviously she's right. I, um, you know, a lot of people. You have to look at uh, the relationship from who they know that might be of interest to you. So, if, like you, like she said, if you're not in the same industry, you know, you can still find out who they know that would be a good fit for you as well. Right. So, and part of part of the shut up and listen concept. When was the last time? you actually met somebody at a mixer and actually called them up sat down and had coffee with them all the time yeah well, we, want we do right. we do it but one of the things that it blows me away is that people want to do business with each other but they don't make an effort to get to know each other not the relationship side and the mindset behind this is that you've got to go into it you know sit down hey let's sit down and have coffee and get to know the person Right, not pitch. Not person. pitch. Not sell them. See, and that's one of the things. That's part of this. Build the, the that it's building the relationship. Yes, that's part of it that that really blows me away. I mean, I see this a lot. Um, I've actually I had somebody who's in the financial industry that did this. Um, he actually set up a meeting with me under the guise that he wanted to find out more about what products we're offering because he was interested in coming to one of our seminars but he wanted to get to know a little bit more about what it is first and I'm like okay cool not a problem um, but that was his pitch for getting me to sit down and have coffee with him we sit down and have coffee and I spent an hour listening to him tell me about how wonderful his financial services are <laughs> we right. never once talked about what I'm doing now if I had known that that's what his pitch was number one I wasn't interested in the product 
at the, at the time, I had absolutely no need for the product. So it didn't do me any good for him right. to spend that time pitching me. Okay. Now, if he had gone in and we got to know each other more, I would have made a point to, to at least pay attention. And maybe I don't need the service, but hey, this is a great guy. I really like him. If you need help, go talk to him. But when they spend their entire time trying to sell you when you don't need their services, the last thing you want to do is connect them with any of your connections because now it now it messes with your image and right yeah. Well, and there, it was a too. hard sale. Um, right. He he really kind of bored me to death because financial stuff bores me to death anyway. Uh, my concept of finances is is sell product, make money, put it in a bank. Hopefully, you put more in the bank than you spend. <laughs> That's pretty much what it boils down to for me. Um, so anything above and beyond that just bores me to death. I don't want to sit there and listen to it for an hour. I'm right. going to pay somebody else to do it. And, and right. if I'm sitting down with a financial advisor to, to go through my numbers with me, I, the meeting's 15 minutes max. If we go on minute 16, I'm up and gone. I'm right. bored. So it doesn't do any good to pitch me on a product like that. And, um, and it, part of it is to make sure that you're communicating with people that you are meeting with as to what the whole meeting's about. I mean, right. sometimes people think, well, okay, it's my opportunity to go ahead and go pitch someone, and then you, like you said, show up, and then all of a sudden somebody's pitching you, and you're thinking, okay, I'm going to shut up and listen, but that's not quite what we had in mind with this event. So part of it is communicating to people what it is you want to do over coffee. So um, you can... <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, so that's a good one. Cindy's saying off on the side, you don't want people to shut up and tune out. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's and that's really. I mean, that's what it really boils down to is sit down, have coffee with somebody that you've met at a mixer or a chamber function, or um, even the person you met at a coffee shop. I mean, I've met people at coffee shops like this that have ended up becoming clients of mine. I mean, and it's just purely conversation. They, so somehow the conversation starts of, um, yeah, I got a ton of meetings today. Oh yeah, what do you do? Blah blah blah. And next thing we know. We're working together on stuff, right. Right. And, it, and it happens. I mean, I'm I'm networking all the time, um, but it's a find out more about them and build the relationship side. And I don't hard pitch anybody. You know, it's it's just not my style. Um, you know, I'm always pitching stuff, but I'm not hard pitching anything. It's always educational. With by the way, you know, come check this out. It's going to be cool. Um, but definitely, you've got to pay attention to what other people have and find out if you're going to be trying to pitch somebody. Find out if they're even a qualified lead first. I mean, that's that's one of the biggest things with it, and that's where listening and finding out more about them first will make a difference. Well, and that's where it's important to build that relationship anyways because we go back to the thing that people do business with, people that they know, they like, and they trust. And if you haven't even built a relationship with them to begin with and you're already trying to sell them, you know, you might have people that you don't have a relationship that will buy from you, but you can't sell them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I've had, um, it actually kind of comes up with, um, this week I did a presentation for a group, and one of the guys in the group was asking me, um, the, group, the, the presentation was about branding and personal branding, um, you know, both business and personal, um, because we're having a webinar on that next week. Um, and he ends up asking the question, okay, so if I'm, if I'm doing all this branding stuff, and I'm using, you know, Twitter and Facebook, and, I, and I'm posting all these blog posts and doing all these different things, what is it, how does that change into money? And, and I was like, well, first off, it's going to, in the long run, it's not, it's not a do this, make money. Because first off, that economy doesn't work anymore. It's a whole different ballgame out there now. 
what ends up um, happening with that relationship is you're building the relationship. You get to know somebody, you connect with them on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all the social media sites, you send them emails, get them on your email list, send them an email every once in a while that says, hey, I just wrote this new article on my blog, go check it out, things like that, and you're building a relationship. The idea behind that is once you've educated them, shared with them, built a relationship with them, when it comes time for them to buy, who are they going to think of? Right. You. Nobody else. I mean, I've had people who have, I've known for 10 years, and all of a sudden, they, out of the blue, they come up and say, okay, I'm ready, I need your help. I'm like, okay, cool. One of the things I usually ask um, when the um, in our other company on doing websites, as always, have you checked with other competitors? Have you figured out um, you know, their pricing, what, you know, what have they given you? And they're like, no. I'm like, okay, why not? So I always, I actually recommend that they do that. Um, and they come back to me and they say, well, because I know you and I've known you forever and you've always been helpful. And so it, I'm not going to think about anybody else because it was you. When I said I needed a website, it was, well, I'll call Eli, period. Right. Well, why? It's because of all the time I've spent in the relationship. Before that time, they weren't ready. So it doesn't do me any good to give them a hard pitch to try to get them to buy a website. Maybe because then when they needed it, they wouldn't have come to you. Right. Right. It was a matter of, do you need it? No, we don't have the budget. Cool. Let's, let's right. be friends. Let's see what we can do to help each other out. What can I do to help you get that budget? Right. And then, I mean, literally, there's been people 10 years later that all of a sudden have come up and said, okay, now I'm ready. They've now hit that point where they've made that decision. They didn't consider anybody else. And that's where this really comes into play. Well, I think that's real relevant too with network marketing because you know my husband and I, with our network marketing business, we do things very, very different. There's so many people out there that are in network marketing that their whole goal is to sign up everybody and anybody, and it really doesn't even matter. And we take our focus very, very differently. And you know, um, yeah. <laughs> the new thing we don't sign anybody up we wait for them to come to us which happens which, quite often yeah. because they know who we are as people and they want to be in business with us not that they necessarily just want to be in anything you know I mean that's one thing that I think network marketers over anything else need to be real leery of is again sitting down for coffee and they're going to pitch you and sell you on their thing. There's a lot of great businesses out there. The one that my husband and I chose is not the only one and it's, you know, there's a lot of great things. Everybody has to decide what's best for them. But when you sit down with somebody over coffee and whether it's marketing services, whether it's customer service strategy consulting, whether it's gifts, whether it's anything else, if you're there just to pitch your stuff, without the relationship, without establishing your credibility, who you are as a person, you're almost wasting your time. Right. And people well, do come to you because of the fact that you, you're not pushy and you right. attract them because of the relationships right. that you build. Right. You have you have a story that you were telling me um, about somebody who their family is all in the same network <laughs> oh, marketing company you and are. A, and a very good friend. And a very good friend of right. ours. So tell us that story a little bit because that, that kind of really pushes it home. Well, it's really funny too because I, um, I believe I saw them RSVP that they're probably watching the show today. So anyways, hi. Won't put names in there, but I think it's really funny. Um, my husband had contacted a friend of mine several months ago about, you know, did they keep their income options open? 
and they had been in the in the same business that we'd been in, you know, years before, and they just they weren't looking, you know, if anything changed, you know, they'll let us know that kind of stuff, and you know, so we just let it go. They never think anything about it. Why would we go talk to them again or even get into any detail if they didn't want any information and they weren't interested? Timing wasn't right. Um, a few months later, they showed up at one of our hotel opportunity meetings. Out of the blue, I had no idea they were going to be there, which was kind of threw me off a little bit because it was just like, hey, how, how did you end up here? And um, they ended up leaving that evening. They didn't ask for any additional information, and that was fine. And a um, couple weeks after that, I get a text message asking how much, you know, does it cost to get started working with us? We ended up getting together and went through the whole process. And as we were talking, you know, she said that they had a really good friend that told them if they got involved with this business, they needed to be involved with them. And I said, well, hold on. Do we need to stop and not get you signed up with us? Because relationships are key. They're very important. I mean, business is business, and you have to make business decisions. But at the same time, you know, some of those things you have to, you have to weigh what's going to be the right thing for you. Anyways, so they went on to, to tell me that they also had family members involved with the same business. And you know again I'm ready to put on the brakes saying okay I don't want to cause family issues either and they stopped me and said that the reason that they came back to us was the night they came out to our opportunity meeting the entire drive home was discussing we didn't try to sell them anything to send any information with them anything so you know, half hour to 45 minute drive home from the meeting, the whole topic is how different we were. And not that it was anything we did on purpose, it's just that, you know, if it's, if it's a fit, it'll automatically happen. So, you know, it, again, it's, there's timing involved, there's relationships involved, and you really have to stay focused on the people and the right ones will come into your life. Well, and you got you got to make sure um, that it is. I mean, it, it's a matter of the relationship. Right. You built the relationship, not the pitch. Right. And it sold itself. Right. You know, I mean, I you know that's one of the things people people don't get like with us. Um, when we first started Fusion, what was the biggest question that we got from people? What do you guys get out of it? What do you get out <laughs> of it? Okay. And you know our. I mean, it's it's so funny because we get our bugs on the internet. Yeah, we, we, we get you know we get a little little bit of fame out of it, um, but that wasn't the point. Very little. Very little. That yeah. wasn't the point at all because I didn't even want to go on camera. This is true. Um, yeah, um, yeah. I had I had to drag these guys into doing this thing, um, but you know it wasn't a matter of they're trying to figure out okay. Um, you know, how much are you charging? Well, we say it's free. Um, right. How much, or what are you selling? You know, what's the pitch? We're not selling <laughs> anything. No um, you know, what it, what's in it for you? And we're like, well, first thing is the satisfaction of knowing that you're confused. <laughs> that's my first answer. That's I an like Eli that. answer. That's my answer. <laughs> I haven't I like used that, that answer yet. Um, <laughs> I've used that several Ooh. times. Um, but it, it really is, it's, the satisfaction of helping other people is why we did it. The byproduct is we get some publicity. Right. I mean, we get business from doing this, but that wasn't our intention. And it may be ten years down the road. Yeah. You know, there's there's stuff I where hope we. Not. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
No, I'm I'm okay with that. I'm, well, it's one of those things you happen. need business today, you need business five years from now, and you're going to need new business right. in ten years. It's, so, it's all planting seeds. Right. Um, but the idea is that the the process and the mindset behind it isn't I'm going to do this in order to make money. Right. I'm not going to do this in order to pitch my product and sell you something. Right. What I'm doing is I'm out there giving. I'm helping. Right. What can I do to make your life, your experience, your business better and right. make those connections? Um, because when you do, then when you're ready, right. you'll come back to me. Right. That's you know part of what I talk about with the, with the branding thing is pr becoming a category of one. When you can do that, your competition disappears. Mm -hmm. right. And uh, all is based off of the relationship side you build with people and, again, listening to what they have to say. Right. right. So what else you guys say, Norma? Oh, gee, I'm just enjoying listening today. <laughs> I know, you, we put you in the center. To I know. Out. Now you have the stereo I'm effect. I'm off. <laughs> I'm off kilter. So. No, no. The, um, nothing comes to mind. Does anything come to your mind? <laughs> I don't know. I, like, I, I think, again, going back to the topic of just shut up and listen and making sure that you're not the person, you know, you know kind of to reiterate, we talked about we want to draw people out and allow them to talk. So, you know, I guess probably one of the things is we're teaching you, I guess, to be the person or to not be the person that we want you to talk. I don't know if that's going to make sense. Uh, yeah. When you talk, yeah. yeah let's <laughs> Rewind. We're teaching instance. you to not be the guy who does Right. But to allow other people to be that because you're going to keep asking them about themselves. So you're getting them to talk about themselves. Right. So it's almost, you, oh. you just don't want to be the one that's talking about yourself. Draw it out of other people. Yeah. I guess is the easiest yeah, way to it say it. It does take a, a conscious effort to do that because I, I, am, I am one that is really bad about that. I'm very passionate about what I do. Right. So when somebody does give me the opportunity to talk about what I do, I go off. <laughs> and you, know, you guys have both seen that one. Well, um, we all love to talk. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're we're all talkers, so that's really hard. You get the three of us in a room. Yeah, um, it's a, at least a four-hour conversation. Um, but you know, when somebody does open it up for me, I, I do have that tendency to um, to go off and start talking about you know what we do because I am so passionate about what I do. And, and, and people you, ask you more questions, and you're helping. Yeah, and, and you that's love to help. and I love to help. Right. So, so right. the best thing, you know, for me, I have to I have to make sure that I'm like, okay, go back to them, focus it on them. How can I help them, as opposed to just talking about what we've got going on? Because what we've got going on is great, and I know it's going to help them, right. but that's not what they want to hear. And it's not right. the time. And it's not the time. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's where um, if you are in that situation where you are completely passionate about what you do and you do tend to be a talker, you do have to make a conscious effort. Because oh, yeah. I know I, I am definitely guilty of it just like anybody else is. Right. Um, I just, you know, I am more aware of it. So I, work, I push it on myself to go, okay, it's not just about me. It's not just about how wonderful our products are because I know they're wonderful. I love what I do. I know what I'm doing is effective when people actually implement what I teach them. It works wonders on them, but at the same time, people don't care about that. They care about them. Right. That's just society in general. So you gotta consciously make that change. Well, and I think when you hear the shut up and listen too, it's something that you need to know that you're saying that to yourself to shut up and listen, 
not that maybe somebody's talking too much and you're going to tell them to shut up and listen. It really does need to be, you know, it, that's, it's that self-talk to remind yourself to do that. Um, you know, we're putting ourselves in this position right now of here's what we're teaching. So when we go out and we start talking so much, <laughs> um, we're going to probably get called on it a lot, which I'm fine with. If somebody says, hey, you know what, we watched your show and you're, I thought you were going to be shutting up and listening. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's probably going to happen. I'm sure it will, and we're okay Maybe with that. Maybe next Wednesday night at the mixer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and you need to be aware of that. You need to be careful or be fine with that. I mean, we are. You know, if somebody if somebody wants to come up and ask a question like that, that's okay. If you notice that I'm jabbering way too much, tell me. I'm okay with that. Right. Don't worry about but it. But don't tell anybody else because it's not really good at relationship building. It's, yeah. it's not in the How to Win Friends and Influence paper yeah. book, I'm sure. <laughs> All right. We have a question from somebody. Okay. Okay. Question from Laura. Um, how do you politely escape from those people who only want to talk about themselves forever and you are at a mixer? And I'm not talking about you, Eli. Thank you, Laura. I appreciate that. Um, by the way, Laura, I haven't seen you at one of our mixers yet. Right, Laura. Come on. So, that, I'm just going to call you out on that one. Yes, next Wednesday. You need to make it. Okay. Alrighty. So, um, here is what I recommend doing for this. And um, this technique is actually really, really used by somebody else that we know. We, we love him to death. Um, and we'll go ahead and mention him because we partner with him on, on a lot of stuff. Uh, Mr. Austin Feldman uh, from Austin's Who's Who. He does his mixers on the other end over at Scottsdale. Um, he does this so well. And I don't know if he's doing this on purpose, so I'm not going to call him out and say, say he's doing it as an escape route. But what he does is if he's talking to somebody, and, and if you want to do this, um, it's a great way to get away from that one person is if you find um, that somebody's just going, 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 going and won't shut up. Um, if you notice somebody else that you already know that happens to be walking by or somewhere close by there, what you do is as they're walking by, you grab them and say, hey, have you met so-and-so yet? And you get them starting the conversation and then you politely just walk away. I, have, I learned that from Austin and like I said, I don't know if that's his intention on doing it, but it works so well. And it works in both sides if you're, you know, number one, you want to make people get those connections with people anyway. That's part of what we do at our own mixers. Um, but it, the side effect that is good from that is it's a good way to be able to escape a conversation like that. Um, if you're not escaping the conversation, it's a good thing to do anyways because you're connecting two other people together that maybe need to know each other that right. didn't know each other already. Yeah. So whether it's being used just to, as a connector or to get yourself out of one of those uncomfortable situations of how in the world do I get out of here? Um, it'll work in both cases. Mm -hmm. So Well, I, and I think it's real important that um, we don't um, go too quickly to just grab anybody. You know, the whole point of what we do is to make sure that we listen long enough and let people have a fair amount of time to share what they want to share. but connect them to people that would make most sense to them, not just anybody walking by. I personally think that, you know, if you're going to do that, do it and find somebody in the room perhaps that you know that you could, uh, that would be a good fit for them or somebody that they should know. So that would be the only thing that I would add to that. You're just going to take all my fun away, aren't Sorry. you? Sorry. Well, and you never know who <laughs> well, that person is going to be yeah. because you don't know the people that that person knows either. Right. So. And, you, and, that's a, and that's a fair point, too. If you can connect that person with somebody that is a good fit for them, definitely you should be doing that. 
Um, and that's one thing you can do also say, you know, just interrupt them and say, hey, you know what? I know who you need to meet. Let's go find them. Right, right. That's and right. Them. right. Yeah, that's a really good way. Um, another thing you can do is um, if you do see somebody else that's in the room that you do know, um, if you if you're in that situation, you just can't get away from. So you know what? I need to I need to talk to this guy and catch him before he goes. Let me let's catch up later. Give me your card. You know, let's have coffee or something. Um, and use that as the breaking point, and then go over to your friend and talk to them. That way, you know, you can break that conversation right there. Um, or the, the, the other thing, thing oh, I was gonna say, the other thing you can do as well is say, hey, there's a lot of people at the mixer. We've got a lot we can talk about. Let's get together over coffee some other time outside of the mixer. Right. Let's utilize the time that we have to to have the both of us to have the opportunity to meet some other people. I've got your card. You've got mine. Let's connect at another time. Because That's then you're also you're also teaching them to go meet some other people, and hopefully they don't spend a half an hour or longer with each every other, each every other. Anyway, <laughs> every other with person. every other person right. that right. they talk to. We knew what you meant. <laughs> that's it. I mean, that's that's really um, that's what I was going to bring up too. Was you know educate them because a lot of times, one thing that people don't get is that especially nowadays, more and more people are doing networking as right. a form of marketing that hadn't been for years because their their business is not doing what it will used to do, and they're looking for different ways. So they'll get out there and start doing more networking events and mixers and chamber functions and different stuff like that. Um, a lot of these people don't know how to network. Nobody taught them how. They don't have the exposure. So they don't understand that you know a five-minute conversation with somebody at a mixer is probably about as good as you want because you want to be able to find as many people that are good fits for you. And you can't do that if you spend you know a half an hour or an hour with one person when it's right. a three-hour mixer. Right. You know, you got six potential people that you're talking to. Well, and when you spend that much time with one person, you're neglecting anybody else that may want the opportunity to meet you as well or meet that other person that you're talking to. Right. Yeah. So I and that's agree with it's that. a good it's a good opportunity. When you get somebody like that, it's a good opportunity to be able to try to educate them on the better way to network. You know, help teach them how to network because a lot of times they just need it. They don't know any better. Right, right. You know, and you you always get the guy who who just is the snake oil salesman and wants to jabber for an hour. Um, or carry their marketing material so everybody can see it. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. Just a really not good way to network. <clears throat> well, and and people do use a lot of the mixers to reconnect with their friends and people that they already know, but that's when getting together with you know, for coffee at other times is most appropriate. The mixers are there to mix. If you're there hanging out and only socializing with the people that you already know, you really almost didn't need to come right. because, I mean, yes, connect with them, you know, okay. say hi, let them see you. The visibility is definitely there, but if you're spending all your time with people that you already know, you're losing out on a lot of potential opportunity. Right. And that's, and that's one thing that's really important in any kind of networking environment, especially a mixer type of scenario. Um, like you guys know, I'm not a big fan of the one per category type right. of networking groups. I am in one. I've been with them for years. I love the people, and that's why I'm still with them more than right. anything else. Um, but you want to go to places that are new places that where there's going to be new people. You want to find people you don't know because right. you already got the people you know. Mm -hmm. If you're doing your job right, you're building relationships with those people that are already on your list, right. then when they're ready to buy, they're going to buy. You know, it's not a matter of, 
um, you, they won't buy from me because I haven't talked to them this right, week. Right. You know, you got other ways to communicate with them that way. Use your social media, use your internet or your email marketing, your blogging and stuff like that to communicate with the people on your list. Now you need to find new people. Right. So going to a mixer and hanging out with your three buddies that you're going to go out with Friday night anyway, it doesn't make any sense. You need to make a point to break up those groups. And we do this. In Fusion, uh, we are very famous for going up to a group of people that we know all know each other already or in another group of some sort. And we'll say, um, you three, break up now. You, you're coming with me now. And introducing them to other people. Because it doesn't do any good. It doesn't do them any good. The new people that are showing up, it doesn't do them any good. Because they don't know anybody. So they're sitting in a corner. And they're kind of scared because they don't know what's going on. So we'll, we'll go through. We'll find that person in the corner that's not talking to anybody. And that person that's a socialite with their three other friends, grab them and put them together. Connect them. And then get, build those relationships because it doesn't do any good for anybody if you don't have that. You know, get away from the clicks. Because the clicks, mostly what they do is they intimidate the newest person. And the newest person that this is their first event or they haven't been to very many, they're the ones that you want to meet anyways because you may not have another opportunity to meet them. And when you're already socializing in a clique of people that you already know, they don't feel confident enough or know anybody to come up to your group. So, Cool. Did right. we answer Laura's questions? I think so. We probably over-answered Laura's Yeah, it is. <laughs> so any other questions? Speaking of shutting, shutting up and listening, um, if any, we have any other questions, definitely pop them in there. We've got about 10 minutes left on the show. So we did pretty, we did pretty good. Kind of just, just kind of rolled, went, right, rolled right along. It, it, we're getting a little bit better at this. You know, that whole winging it thing. See, <laughs> they don't like it when I wing it. It scares them. And I don't understand why, because it's just so much fun. So, okay, well, as we are going through, any, let's go ahead and kind of finalize that. We'll see if we have any other questions. Uh, Sally, last thoughts on the shut up and listen topic and what you can do. What's the most important thing you think somebody can do? The next mixer, say our mixer next Wednesday. What's the most important thing somebody can do to change the way they do things and do better networking based on that topic? Based on that topic, I think probably the best thing I would recommend is if you see somebody you don't know, maybe you've seen them before but you've never actually met them, went up, shook their hand and said hi, take that first step and do that and really listen and find out about that person. Um, you know, if they're going to talk, let them talk. Um, you know, like I said earlier, the shut up and listen, you want that to be self-talk to yourself, not necessarily to have them shut up. Because if you're both shutting up and listening, nobody's going to say anything. So you really want to draw out of the other person, learn about them, learn who they really are. Because again, they're going to leave that conversation with you thinking, wow, that was like the best conversation I ever had. And you are going to be remembered. They will think of you later because most people don't shut up and listen to them and you're going to set yourself apart. Um, I think what's real important is when we do make these networking connections is the follow-up that we talked about. Making sure that you're getting together with people and, and framing the conversation and what you're going to be doing and really sitting there and listening to the other person and finding out more about them and building that relationship that you have and the time that you have with them. Because as Eli pointed out, 
they may not buy from you today, they may buy tomorrow, five years from now. So it's those relationships that we build that are going to keep our businesses going in the future. Cool. And my thing that I would say would be to, to think of a couple, couple of questions that you can ask that give me kind of standards. Um, and that would be, what is it you do? Who, you know, who do you normally work with? Um, tell me more about yourself. I mean, they're just simple questions, but think about those questions. Those are the things to ask people because a lot of times when you go into a mixer type environment, people are not used to this type of thinking and this way of doing networking, and they will be confused. So, you know, when you say, tell me more about yourself, it may be a 30 second, you know, response. Some of them are very short, some of them are not socially adept. It's just taking, getting them more comfortable. What are your hobbies? Terry's actually bringing it up. You know, what do you do for fun? Because it doesn't always have to be about business. Um, I mean, I bring this up all the time. If if I find out that you're a dog lover, you and I are going to get along. I mean, that's just a given. We got. Um, I can't count the number of people that I've made awesome connections with. Um, somebody at our very first um, fusion mixer, as a matter of fact, she and I made an awesome connection. I saw her sitting in a in a corner with her husband at the time, and. They were just sitting there, kind of hanging out by themselves. I walked up and I'm like, okay, what are you guys doing over here not socializing with anybody? And we started in a conversation, and lo and behold, find out that they raise dogs. And I'm like, right on. And so we're having this great conversation. We talk all the time now. You know, that's, that's how you build it. So it doesn't have to be about business, but start the conversation, get to know them better. Um, I mean, we've gotten, seriously, we've gotten clients and made some great connections because of A, being dog lovers, and B, because our daughter goes to NAU. I mean, those two bits of conversation that have nothing to do with business have gotten us a lot of business because we find a commonality with somebody else. And you can't do that if you're talking about what you're pitching them all the time. And when you're asking them those questions, if I can add one more thing, is genu genuinely listen. Yeah. Don't just ask the question and then really not even be listening to the answer. Yeah, don't, I mean, don't tune I out. mean, exactly. You know, don't yeah, don't shut up and tune out. Actually, yeah. shut up and listen. Ask them the questions and really listen to what they have to say. Yeah. Really listen. Yeah. The worst is when you have somebody you're talking to and they're looking around at every place but your face. You know they're not listening to you. So, you know, that's when you send the red flags to you that people really don't always know how to Cool. Alrighty. So. Any more questions? Any more questions? Done so far. It's like Laura's the only one that's awake today. Well, Laura, <laughs> she did. Gloomy weather. <laughs> she she did put in a, a, a response to my my comment about her not showing up to one of our events. Is she coming? Uh, she did Wednesday? say she's coming. She said she was sick last time, so she Aww. couldn't make it. So. Yeah. Laura, we do appreciate it. We'd love to have you there. Cindy was um, sick last time too. Yeah, Cindy was Cindy sick was also. Sick so. Too. Yeah, that was all sorts of fun because right. I, I, I was I was running the box, <laughs> oh, um, boy. the card box. Had to, we we actually had an event where people actually um, took cards out of the box, um, and I, so I was kind of the the card box Nazi the last time. <laughs> <coughs> yeah, that's pretty me. bad. When, when everybody drops their business card and somebody else sorts through and takes some of them, so you yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, it was weird. Um, yeah, definitely a no-no <laughs> at networking events. Um, okay, so next Wednesday is our mixer. It is. Um, and that is at Banana Ranas, 6 to 9 o'clock. Banana Ranas is over on the west side of Westgate, uh, 95th Avenue in Glendale. Right off the 101. Right okay. off of the 101. 
It's on the southwest corner. Uh, there's a Camarones right there. It's right next to it, same parking lot. Um, hopefully you can make it. We'd love to see you there. Um, definitely come up, say hi to us. Um, tell us what you think of the show. That's one of the things that we want to hear feedback. And also, topics. If there is anything that you would like to hear us talk about, um, send it in. Let us know. Um, what is the fusion.com? You can go to the website, watch previous shows, sign up for the list to be notified of what's going on. Um, also, find out links for all of our sponsors and more about what we do. And yeah, pretty much all the cool stuff. Right. Right. Cool. So, again, I want to thank our sponsors, which are Java, Java Grounds, uh, Peoria, 83rd Avenue in Deer Valley. I said it was Glendale. Um, <coughs> excuse me. TheJavaGrounds.com is their website. Uh, great coffee, great location, um, fun place, free Wi-Fi. We like that. And they do have live music at some point. Um, so, yeah, come check them out. And Terry Larson, our video guy, Take one webvideoproductions.com, um, who you know had to swim his way out here this morning. So we appreciate that. Um, rain or shine, the show must go on. Rain or shine, the show must go on. I, I was ready to do this with a webcam and see how see how that worked out. So anyway, thank you guys very much. We appreciate it. Um, Let me add one thing real yes. quick too for anybody that ends up watching this recorded after the fact that doesn't know what next Wednesday is, it is January 27th at 6 p.m. Yes. At Banana Rattus. So January 27th. Um, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I think that's it. We are good. So thank you all very much. Have an awesome weekend because it is a Friday. It is. And so Thank ready. Goodness. I am so ready for the Me weekend. Too. Me too. It's been one of those weeks. I've just been spinning <laughs> hard. Um, oh, and next week I'm going up to Vegas. Well, awesome. sort of. Um, okay. Not to hang out of Vegas. I get a, yeah. there's a um, internet marketer guy who's putting on a workshop that I'm going to be going to, so I'm very excited about that. So, me too, because you'll bring back ideas. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you, we should just make, a, make it a big family trip. <laughs> Maybe yeah. it'll be our topic yeah. for next time. We could yeah. talk you about never that. Because he's actually, um, it's Armin Morin is, is his name, and he's, I've been a, he's been one of my mentors for a long time. Love the guy. Um, and he's doing a new program called, called Brave the Wave, and it talks, it's internet marketing. It talks about um, wealth building, um, everything, you know, it's kind of a combination of everything you need to be successful in business, and it's a new program he's putting out. I'm really excited about checking it out, um, and every time I sit down in a room with him, he just... I mean, you know, people talk about the, the cool little tricks and stuff that I have. Right. Uh, he just oozes them. Uh, he he may, definitely makes me look like an amateur. Um, that wow. Awesome guy. Love him. So um, that's where I'll be next week. I'm Yay. excited. Awesome. Awesome. So anyway, that's our show. Thank you guys very much. Again, this is uh, Eli with My Business Marketing Mentor. Normie Huberty with Captivated Customers. And Sally Lidico with Attaboy Solutions. And we are the Fusion Group. And we... Thank you guys very much for watching the show, and hopefully we'll see you this coming Wednesday, the 27th. And have a great weekend. All right.